This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. One thing we saw quite clearly in the 2018 midterm elections is the Democrats have become quite expert at reversing very close elections with late ballots. After the election night in 2018, the Democrats uh, led the congressional races by 23 seats. They had picked up 23 seats. But now two weeks after the midterm elections, they've increased that margin to uh, 40 seats. They have uh, picked up 17 additional seats through late voting just in the House of Representatives. And of course, they picked up that critical Arizona Senate seat between Martha McSally and Kirsten Sinema, uh, also on late votings, where Sinema overcame a election night deficit of about 18,000 votes to come back and win that election. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So you would expect that the election results right after the polls close would be a an amazing indicator of how the elections would uh, result uh, unless they were, you know, just by uh, a, a very thin margin. But in California and in Texas and Nevada and uh, in other states, Democrats have made up thousands and thousands of votes with so-called late ballots. These are provisional ballots and uh, voting uh, mail-in ballots that had have not yet been uh, counted. You would think that uh, based on surveying uh, science, that the late votes would uh, very closely follow or even mirror uh, the the election day votes, but that has not proven the case. And it, it raises uh, suspicions that the, the Democrats have, in fact, uh, sort of mastered this art of delivering late votes in order to uh, flip these elections. Uh, in each of these uh, 17 instances where late votes have changed the election night results, it's been the Democrat that was uh, behind that has come back to flip the election. As near as I can tell, there was not a single Republican that was behind on election night that came back and won an election due to late votes. Uh, The statistical probabilities of that happening are astronomical, and it's really just quite unbelievable uh, I'm uh, I'm not on the ground in these places, so I can't say for sure the voter fraud is taking place. But when you have something that is so statistically improbable as uh, 17 and 0 on late uh, election um, vo- uh, result flipping, I would say that that is almost prima facie uh, evidence that in fact uh, there's something going on here. Of course uh, the majority of these House races that flipped took place in California, which is uh, controlled from top to bottom uh, by Democrats and has been engaged 
in registering illegal aliens to vote through their motor voter registration. Uh, so you would expect uh, that, uh, that there's something fishy going on out there. Michael Bloomberg and Tom Steyer, uh, big Democrat billionaires, poured millions, hundreds of millions of dollars into the congressional races in Orange County, California, and took what once was, or just until, until this election, a almost solidly Republican bastion and flipped it entirely to every congressional district in Orange County now. There's seven of them uh, being represented by Democrats. The Democrats have a long and well-documented history of engaging in voter fraud, uh, all, dating all the way back uh, to the Civil War and Reconstruction when in the South they put up all sorts of uh, barriers to keep newly freed um, blacks from voting. Uh, but also, you know, notoriously in uh, New York City there with uh, Boss Tweed and Tammany Hall. Uh, Boss Tweed was a, uh, a, a student of Joseph Stalin saying that it's not who votes that counts, but rather who counts the votes. Um, Boss Tweed uh, brought in uh, prisoners from from uh, local jails to vote. He had people coming in from out of state that had dual registration. He had thugs that would monitor uh, the voting, uh, the polls, and uh, and uh, prevent opposition voters from voting, and did all sorts of uh, nefarious things to uh, to to stuff the ballot box. And of course, we know that uh, John F. Kennedy was elected. Uh, because of the electoral votes of Illinois, when Richard Daley uh, used the Democrat political machine in Chicago to deliver the state for John F. Kennedy. Historians have widely acknowledged that, in fact, uh, Richard Nixon won that race, but that uh, it was stolen with the electoral votes for Illinois. Coincidentally, uh, Kennedy's Vice President Lyndon Baines Johnson won his Senate seat through electoral fraud in uh, in Texas. Texas is another uh, hotbed of uh, Democrat voter fraud, and I'm going to play you some clips here from Project Veritas, where they document poll workers uh, telling them that it's okay for non-citizens to vote. Now, these are three clips. They're about a minute each. I'm going to play them in succession. Uh, just to demonstrate to you the widespread nature of the voter fraud that's going on in Texas. I'm registered to vote, and my, my girlfriend is too. Mm -hmm. uh, she has her license, but she's this a... This is an like undercover Project Veritas. Okay. So, I mean, like... She'll be good. She'll be good. Mm -hmm. She's, She's bring her ID. She, has, she definitely has her ID, um, but she doesn't have. No, I don't think she like has been fully processed as a citizen yet. But like she does have her ID. But she's in the process of getting it, right? Yeah, like she, yeah. she she's, she's not a citizen yet. But yeah, but you know. DACA program, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're still good. Oh, we don't check. Okay, then I think no, she. I'll just bring her then. Just bring it. You're All good right. to it. Yeah. So it actually says that you can actually. Okay, cool. Because yeah. also my her her mom and her aunt. She she also has the ID too. Just know they have the ID. So in the state of Texas, there's no um, no discrimination against that. We don't actually verify status. 
So you got a poll worker there in Texas that is telling uh, Project Veritas undercover reporter that uh, non-citizens are eligible to vote as long as they have a driver's license. Now, this guy uh, presumably went through training to prevent voter fraud at the polls, and yet he's uh, not only facilitating but encouraging uh, non-citizens to vote. Here's another Project Veritas undercover video from Texas. He's just, he's saying something about how some people are questioning whether it's legal since he's not a citizen, but he was able to register. If he's, if he, if he has his ID, that's all he needs, if he's registered. Yeah, it doesn't matter that he's not a a citizen. No, no. If he's registered, he has a, honey, it might not be that he's registered. If he's giving you all this trouble, it may not be that he's registered. No, he is registered. We should be able to show you that. He's got it with him. We ran home and grabbed his driver's license because he's a DACA recipient, so he was able to get a driver's license. So you got another poll worker there in Texas uh, that is blatantly telling this Project Veritas undercover reporter that non-citizens are eligible to vote as long as they can bring a uh, an ID to the polling place. Of course, uh, voter ID uh, is being widely abused through these motor voter registrations where people just have to check a, a box on their driver's license form to say that they are eligible to vote and then there is no further verification. One more clip just to drive home the point of how widespread this problem of non-citizens voting in these elections are. Um, Pam, I just had a question because my, uh, so let's say my boyfriend's out in the car, yeah, and um, he's just really nervous because he's a DACA recipient. He was able to register, though. I'm just trying to see if he's in the system. Uh, well, no, he is in the system, okay. but he knows that, like, I don't know, there's like an issue with DACA, people voting. Um, Tell him no, we had a lot of them. Got a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. From the early voter, we had tons. Tons of DACA voters. Thank you. Okay. All right. We'll do. He just needs his ID, right? That's it. All right. And it doesn't matter that he's missing. Okay. Tons of DACA recipients early voting. You just bring him up here. Now, this would be evidence of fraud, uh, and a poll worker is duty-bound to prevent fraud and tell these uh, these undercover operatives that uh, if they're not a citizen, that they're not legally eligible to vote. But you've got these motor voter registrations that are uh, registering non-citizens to vote in California and Illinois and New York, very widespread. And apparently, the poll workers are in on the um, uh, on the fraud. Here in Florida, of course, we had the spectacle of Broward County once again uh, feverishly counting votes after the polls closed, trying to reverse the margins of victory of uh, Governor-elect. Ron DeSantis and Senator-elect Rick Scott uh, by counting late votes. um, It was quite clear uh, that there were irregularities going on. We had undercover video in Broward County of of people transporting uh, ballot boxes in their personal vehicles by themselves, totally destroying any chain of custody. And suspiciously enough, uh, provisional ballot boxes kept being found in the oddest of places, one in a rental car uh, that was turned in and one in the closet of a, uh, a an elementary school that was functioning as a polling place. Uh, that would indicate to me that uh, people were trying to hide provisional ballot boxes and not account for them. You would think that every provisional ballot box would have a 
a chain of custody and accountability, but uh, no, these these were just showing up well after Election Day in the oddest of places. The polls, in fact, closed in Broward County with the uh, supervisor of elections not able to account for over 2,000 votes, and we know that she commingled um, disqualified votes with qualified votes uh, so that they were unable to uh, to separate them. Uh, in the end, Broward County had to report its election night results because their efforts uh, with the late count was so subject to scrutiny that it didn't hold up, and she reported her results uh, uh, late to the state. The key to flipping a close election is knowing how many votes you need to deliver. And you do that by by uh, delivering your votes last. I've seen it again and again. I was involved in local elections in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, where the machine candidate in Atlanta would always, the precincts that were strong for them, would always report their votes last so that they would know how many votes they had to deliver in order to win the election. Once you know what the target number is, you can keep counting until you reach it. And here in Florida, Broward County and Palm Beach are notorious for that. In the 2000 presidential election, the Supreme Court actually had to step in and uh, and tell them to stop counting votes because they were determined uh, to find enough votes to declare Al Gore the winner of this state. But Orange County, California had uh, five of its seven congressional uh, races flip after election night. Again, I say you would think that the huge sample of voters on election night would be uh, as close as you could get to an accurate representation of the electorate. But nevertheless, these late votes keep coming in overwhelmingly for the Democrat candidate. And there was not a single, as far as I'm able to tell, and now Google uh, is, uh, is suppressing you know, the reporting on all of this. If you do a Google search, you, you won't get very many uh, you won't get very much information regarding all of these House races that flipped and how, in fact, this happened. But the Democrats, uh, you know, they're, uh, I think they're perfecting their strategies for 2020. We know that, um, you know, Barack Obama was, in fact, an ACORN uh, community organizer, and ACORN was caught uh, in Chicago uh, in election fraud, purposely registering um people who were not eligible to vote, and, uh, and now they're continuing those efforts with these motor voter uh, pro- uh, processes in, in California, Illinois, and New York. And in fact, you know, we, we witnessed in the 2016 presidential election probably the, the biggest effort at um, election fraud in the history of this country when the uh, law enforcement and intelligence communities were, organ, uh, were mobilized by the Obama administration in order to try to uh, use opposition research to smear, uh, to, to dress it up as uh, intelligence and law enforcement uh, efforts to smear the opposing party's presidential candidate. It, it will go down as the biggest election fraud in the history and probably the, the biggest political scandal in the history of our country. But again, I say this is all a preview of 2020, and if Republicans don't get serious about digging into this and, uh, and reconstituting the president's uh, election voter um, uh, investigation, 
then uh, then we're going to have to overcome these numbers. There's no telling how many votes Donald Trump would have won the 2016 presidential election by if it had not been for illegal aliens voting uh, in California and New York. Well, that's about all. If you like this show, please like, comment, and share. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll talk to you later. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.